I would like to ask permission from the Ajans, the senior monks, senior nuns, and Dhamma greeting to brother, sister, and lay supporter. I would like to talk in Dhamma. It's quite a long time that I haven't been able to have a chance to come and give a Dhamma Desana on this seat. When we are born, we come with the faculty that we allow us to to see things, to hear things. And when we don't really know about things, either we are afraid, we have fear, or we just have no, we have indifferent, we don't afraid. When we don't afraid, we don't fear in something, it doesn't mean we know about that thing. That's why religions arrive when someone, something, so many things in the world that we don't really know. And when we don't know, basically we fear and we have uncertainty about it. And so many things that we beyond our ability to see clearly. Even now we have so many technology, we still don't know in many, in many things. For example, the virus that at the moment we face things. We know some aspect of it, but none of us know fully. So the, someone might be really scared, afraid, we, someone might just, you know, just another virus. It will come and go. It will have no problem to me. That is the nature of human being. When we're born, we're not just born blindly. We have ability to know, know by the eyes, we have six senses that allow us to see things in the world. When we see things or hear things, experience things, things, there is two aspects that we have. The first thing we feel, we don't know that thing yet, but we feel it. And most of us, we trust on our feeling so much. When we don't like it, even it's very good, we, we feel we don't like it. We don't go around, we don't listen, we don't pay attention, we don't try it now, because we feel that it, we don't like it. 
and the feeling itself it have a lot of power to lead us to the direction like if you you are English speaker when you hear my English you just feel like oh waste of my time better not to listen because just a feeling you know he won't speak the proper one and so better just okay ignore it it look like when you cannot speak uh, your mother tongue uh, someone uh, other people language you feel like oh he know he know nothing or other people might say well maybe interesting to hear other thing else maybe the vocabulary might not that good but it might have some dhamma or something that I never heard before it depends on how we feel the feeling itself in Pali we call Vedana Vedana is nothing not much but it control the whole life of many people anything that we liked even though we know that it's harmful, but because we liked, we still could not go beyond it. Like uh, if anyone who, who know the experience of addicted to smoking, we heard from the advertisement, we heard from the health organization, we heard from what we are reading that Smoking, it damages our health. And how many of us can quit it very quickly? Some might be able to do it. But most of us, we quit one day and then the next day, we start to pick it up and smoke again. And later on, we felt that, oh, I can do better than that. I can quit. I can do, just, I have a lot of, determination I will do it and then we quit it in one day and maybe we can do it in another two and three days and our friend come like a Mara and share the cigarette with us and we pick it up again and smoke again maybe before we can really quit some might not be able to do that some even kill himself because of smoking some might be able to quit maybe after 200 on and off, trial, and we know that it's not good to our body, not good to our lung, but because we like it. One cigarette with coffee after the meal is wonderful, isn't it? When someone don't like to smoke, they smell that the smell of smoke and the smell of cigarette is so disgusting. How can they smoke? People don't understand. This is uh, this, the thing that we can see really clear when we are addicted to something. Not only the thing, we are addicted to so many things that like we, someone might addicted to um, bad word, cursing. When we see something we we don't like, we just cursing, speak the bad word. We know that it's not good. When someone speaks like that, 
we don't like, but we ourselves, we love to do it. Or someone addicted to anger, just get angry all the time and frustrated all the time. We see in our aspect, we feel that everyone needs to please us all the time. It's quite funny that even we ourselves could not please ourselves. Sometimes I'm quite upset with myself that I could not be, I'm not be able to do things that I, th- I thought is so easy. Sometimes it's normal thing, and not much. I have moved to the new kuti in the forest. Many of us here might feel envy because, oh, the Ajahn got the, f- the, the forest dwelling. He's very peaceful over there, live in the forest and nature, and many no need to bother with the neighbor who walks so loud who coughs so loud. And my, many of you might be envy, but to let you know that I'm not live alone. I got some kind of animal in, in my roof. And he really indigently work at night. And I try to be peaceful and calm and just uh, spread my metta the most I can do. Oh, May you live in peace, uh, not my building, it's a Sangha building, and uh, just have the roof for the night, it's good enough. Like I listened to a day, Ajahn, Ajahn Amaro talk, he just explained that any, anywhere he stay, just only the roof for the night. I'm quite pleased with that, I, have, I, I like it, I like the idea. But if you have to live with the animal that you don't really know, what is it? And he, when he walks, he might try to uh, not to disturb me because when he walks from somewhere to somewhere, he walks. But when he gets something in his mouth, he starts to go and he walks back again really quietly, and when he got something in his mouth, he pulled it back. The first two or three nights would be all right, but now it's nearly two months. I start to get, sometimes I get annoyed, and sometimes I just bang, pong, 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 pong. The most frustrating thing is, if I bang, it stop or it scare, I might feel yes. But when I bang, he just ignore me. He don't, he don't even, maybe he said, no, he won't kill me. He just bang because of he want to scare me, but no, I won't scare. People might see that, oh, to live under the roof for the night, it's a good idea, but if you want to, if you move, when you move somewhere and you have to move everything with you, the feeling is quite different. Like if you, when the senior monks or the senior nuns ask you, can you move to another room? If you can be able to leave your stuff there, the feeling is different. But when you have to move everything with you or your book or your belonging or your luggage, everything with you, 
the moving it is quite something, isn't it? It's not just only the roof for the night, but everything with you, you don't have place that belong to you. You feel differently. The feeling is different. You know that it not belong to you anyway, but the feeling is quite different. You know that, like for example, we in Amaravati, we can take it for granted. We wake up in the morning, come for the puja, meditate, and then breakfast will be something that we have something to eat. We don't really know, but we assume that we have something to eat. And some might take it for granted. Okay, I have breakfast, and I go. I can miss the main meal. And the main meal for us, it, many people might see, wow, a lot of thing here. But to the standard of someone who loves food, we say, oh, today we don't have that. Oh, today we don't have this. Um, only that. Mm, this one is look nice, but it's not tasty. But some people say, wow, quite a lot. So generous. People put a lot of care, put a lot of effort to feed us. But not all day, all the time that we can feel like that. We feel that the food is not suitable, the food is not tasty, the food is not hot enough. Why don't they put uh, chili paste for me? Why don't they cook? They learn how to cook Thai food, for example. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that I'm looking for people to please me, just that the feeling, the knowing and the feeling, sometimes it go opposite direction. We feel something, but the idea that what we learn, we learn from the idea. If we learn, we know the Dhammachakapavatana Sutta, Venanya Kondanya, he knows things. If you read the scripture, he said, he, he didn't know much. Yang kinchi samudaya dhammang sabbantang niroda tammanti. Everything that has the nature to arise has the nature to cease. That, what he know, really simple. But to be a monk for nearly 30 years, I still could not know like what he know yet. I know by my head, but it's not in my mind. When something, it arrive, had nature of arising, and it have the nature to seed. When something I like, it seems to seed so quickly, too quick. When the thing I don't like, I don't want it to happen, my proliferation in my head, my fear, my doubt, uncertainty in my worry. Why stay so long? Why doesn't sit as the Dhamma said? And the feeling and the knowing it quite opposite direction. It's really opposite. And I could not fight with the Dhamma. I could not fight with the nature of of the truth because it's going to go in that direction. It's going to go in, I like it or not, it doesn't matter. 
it's going to go in the direction of the Dhamma. I know that by my head. Sometimes my heart adapts to that, but not all the time. Sometimes I like particular monk, do in particular way, suit what I like. Sometimes even for myself, I would like to uh, be able to uh, speak well, remember things well. I would like to uh, go beyond my boundary, go beyond my ability. But I can't. Even though I try, I manage to learn more, but I can't. I don't know why. Just something that just beyond my ability at this moment, especially when I try too hard, when I try to push myself more and try to do a systematic way of learning or insist myself with willpower, it seems it doesn't work. When it works, when I, what I observe it, I do for a while, when I enjoy it, and I quit for a while, and I come back and do it again, and start again, and forget it again, and learn again, enjoy it. When I enjoy doing it, I don't know when I understood. What? How can I understand that? How can I do that? Sometimes I don't know. I felt that, yeah, just only view power. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. When we feel fear, when we feel uncertain, when we feel, when we feel that thing did not go in our own wish, we try the most to overcome that. Either we run away, either we try to know it, learn it. In Thai, we call panha. When we have panha, panha can mean problem or dukkha. We have panha, yeah, we have a lot of panha. I have a lot of panha in my, my life. I have a lot of panha in my, uh, my body. This means you have problem. Problem comes from dukkha. Problem is a dukkha. Because when we have problem because we, we don't have vicha. We don't know. That's why we have panha. We have problem. What we need to know, what we need to do, we need to acquire the knowledge. The knowledge is vicha. Vicha. But in this case, vicha is mean that the ultimate knowledge the we overcome or or problem in our heart. But in the daily level we require panya. Panya. Panha and panya. Panya is wisdom. Actually these two words have only one alphabet different. Panha is P A double N N with title on top Panya. Panha P A H N A Panha and Panya is P A double N A Panya. When we have Panha we have problem. Anytime we face that Panha 
if we can acquire panya, the wisdom, or panha will gone, because we know it, we understand it. When we understand it, the problem is not a problem anymore. The problem is just only something that, like the problem has been solved. It used to be a lot of problem in our life, but after it been sorted out, after it been understood, it's not a problem any longer. That only two, two ways of we can do this. Either we acquire by our our wise reflection, yonisomana sikara, or another way to make it easier, be around the one who wise, be around the one who better than us. It can help a lot. For me, at this time of when living with a Chanamaro, learning from him, he's not a perfect teacher in many sense, but he's very good in, in terms of the leader, in very good in terms of uh, being an example. He be, when he comes to the puja, the Ajahn will come before me all the time. And I try, I try to come maybe at the same time as him, but my laziness, my energy just have a lot of, I don't know how to explain. To come, if I come earlier, I feel a little bit, no, it's not quite right, because it's too, too early. I have to wait for a while. And most of the time, it's one minute late or just uh, when the Ajahn already sit, and then I, I just felt like, okay, a little bit late. But it's, it's okay, at least I'll be able to come. And living Lung Po Sumedho for many years, I felt that Lung Po wake up very early. For me, to wake up early is, a, is a, quite difficult to do. Now I can complain the rat, the rat in my roof. But before that, I don't know who to complain. But now I said, no, because of you, that I could not sleep. Actually, the rat never disturbed my sleeping. Because any time I want to sleep, the noise, it didn't disturb me. And it doesn't disturb me when I just frustrated that it disturbed me at that time. But when I fall asleep, it, no, the rat, it not disturb me at all. And at this time, we have two senior monks. We have Ajahn Amaro, we have Lung Po Sumedho, stay in the same monastery. For me, I felt, I felt like, wow, that is my opportunity. It's a blessing. I felt as a blessing for me. Many people might not feel like me, but for me, like that. When I try to meditate, um, breathing in, breathing out, and then later on I can hear my my uh, breathing. <laughs> this means I fall asleep. <laughs> so from time to time I be like that, and then sometimes I do nodding. But any time I fell, I thinking, okay, how wonderful am I? How wonderful, how fortunate am I? I stay in the same monastery with Ajahnamuru and Lung Po Sumedho, I have a lot of joy. I have a lot of, sometimes I would call it rapture, 
my hair stand sometimes it's like my body getting bigger I felt like wow that great that is great I don't know that how how much the Achan reached in terms of realization how do I don't know how much Lung Posumeto realized in terms of the Dhamma but I think he, both of them are better than me I, I just felt that I just felt amazing that even now I felt like wow great anytime I thought like I have the thought like that I feel joyful but I could not sustain that that so long just only just make me uh, pass by or for my problem or from any problem in immediate problem okay and then I have the energy to move on even though I quite like it actually this I would say is the mangala the mangala the mankon the blessing the blessing and in many countries, like in Thailand, we, we love blessing. We love mangala. Any kind of mangala, like uh, we have tattoo. Tattoo, if someone loves tattoo, you know that in Thailand we have a lot of beautiful tattoo. And one of them we call Yan Ha Tao, like uh, the tattoo that have five lines on this, the tattoo on your back. And many celebrities went to Thailand and tattooed on her body, on their body, that it's very good mangala. The mongkhon, blessing. And some, they have a tiger, tiger on their chest, really beautiful. And some might do, uh, do keep the, the touch of the, the ball, that is a mangala for them, or medallion. And maybe in Irish culture, the four-leaf clover. In America, they might like the, the rabbit feet, rabbit foot as a mangala. They keep the rabbit foot, and then you have fortune. And someone might have the senior monks or senior nuns picture in the locket in their rocket and there's a mangala for them but the Buddha with the, with the Buddha teaching we have, we have the mangala yeah, the mangala that the Buddha taught in the scripture we call mangala sutta there's uh, 20 verse, uh, 11 verses and 38 kata for the 38 mangala and the uh, when the Deva came to the Buddha and asked, what is the Mangala? And the Buddha, the first thing, Asevana Chabala Nang, Banditanan Chasevana, Pucha Chapuchaniya Nang, that is the highest blessing. Asevana Chabala Nang, not associated with, with the flu, the fool not connected with the fool. In, in, our, in our life, most of the time, when we have a, a f- someone who unwise in our life, it makes our life go into the wrong direction. 
And when we have the good friend, we have someone who better than us, who can lead us to some some better way that our life can turn from the normal to be to be higher, to be better, like Kalayana Mitta. For me, at least, when stay in the monastery with the two senior monks, like Ajahn Amaro and Lumpo Sumedho, I found that I have the, the associated with the wise. Hopefully, one day, I might have a little bit knowledge, like maybe one-third or half of what they know. I would be very happy. No need to be an arahant. Just even if we can be stream entry. If I, before I die, can say that, oh, I will become stream entry now, I can die and I won't come back in the rover room anymore. If I can say like that, my life would be fruitful. My practice that I try of my life, I will see, see that is benefit and become rich to my aim. Why I say this? Because when I live in Thailand, when I was young, in Thai culture, in Thai society, in Thai culture, we believe that no more result of the practice. No one can practice to maka, to bala, to get the fruit and result of the practice any longer. The time it passed now, yeah, too long. No one can do that. That is a rumor and it's a hearsay in the Thai society. That even if we are Buddhist, we think in that term. When I met Ajahn Chah monastery, when I met Ajahn Chah way of teaching, Ajahn Chah, he, he, go, he said in the opposite direction, he said, if we do it, if we practice it, the result is still here. You still be able to realize the truth. You still be able to reach the Dhamma. That the first monk that I heard, and he talked like that. And Ajahn Chah teaching, Ajahn Chah language, it's quite ordinary. He didn't use really high term. It's quite down to earth, simple to understand. One might say, Tamma uh, Banok, ordinary Dhamma. Tamma Ban Ban, people might say that. It's like ordinary, nothing so special, nothing too high, easy to understand. But when we apply to the practice, it's not that easy. That how did I experience Ajahn Chah teaching? And it turned my perspective, my, my attitude toward the practice, toward the Dhamma. I felt that, oh, in one, one of my life, I would like to try. It looked easy, but 
after 29 years, it still doesn't get into my head fully. It's not, it still doesn't get to my heart fully. Ajahn Chah voice from the Dhamma Desana, I listening to the cassette tape, was one of them is stick on my head quite long, long time. The practice is not difficult. It's not difficult, the way he said, just some room, some room means restraint, some room, some room, ta hu, jamuk, lin, kai, jai. Some room, it means restraint, your eyes, your ear, your nose, your tongue, your body, your mind. Some room, ta hu, jamuk, lin, kai, jai. May hai yin di yin rai. Don't let it feel the delight or resist or like or dislike. เมื่อเวลาได้ยินเสียงด้วยหูได้ยินเมื่อเมื่อเวลาเห็นรูปด้วยตาเอ่อ when you see the form with the eye, ได้ยินเสียงด้วยหู hear the sound with your ear. ดมกลิ่นด้วยดมกลิ่นด้วยจมูกด้วย the odor with your nose tasting taste with your tongue ลิ้นรสด้วยลิ้น and สัมผัสด้วยกาย contact with your body and cognizing with your mind, keep sense restraint. Just control your sixth sense. That is the simple teaching of Ajahn Chah. And even he himself, he told from his teaching, he learned from the Dhamma study, he studied. He learned, he memorized it. He understood it, but it not applying to his mind. It's simple. Anything that we see that is not suitable, it not supportive to our practice, we better not to see it. That we some room, we restrain. That one kind of precept. Any taste that it touch our tongue, is not supportive to our practice, we better not to taste it, not to eat it. That send restraint, some room ta hu chamuk lin kai chai. May I yin di yin rai, murder yin siang doi rup, murder yin siang, murder yin rup doi ta, da yin siang doi hu, da dom clean doi chamuk laka. ลิ้นรสด้วยลิ้นสัมผัสผิวกายด้วยกายถูกแล้วเราก็นึกคิดด้วยใจให้สำรวมวิ keep sense restraint this is the outway from samsara when we see something we experience something just to feel it is not a problem. But when we start to 
act according to our feeling when the tanha, the craving, come to to make us addicted. That the patichasamupada continue the sansara, we could not escape. The dhamma itself is not too difficult to understand. Many of us who have educated background, when you read the Buddha Dhamma, when we read the Dhamma of the Buddha, we might feel that, oh, it's so easy. It looks like to practice, you no need to be monastic, no need to ordain. I can practice in my house. I can practice as a lay person. Yes, we might think in that term because it's so easy, easy to understand. But how many of us in the lay life, how many of us, even monastic, we can say that this is my last, my last life, I won't be born again. When I stay in New Zealand last uh, February, before the before I moved, I came back here. One of the senior monk, Lung Pu Ban, Lung Pu Ban from Watamajedi in in Sukhonakorn, Thailand. His last word before he passed away is really powerful for me. He said, "This is my last." last bird, I won't come back to this world anymore. For me, like, wow, that's it. I would like to be able to talk like that. But when I look back, the Dhamma is so good. The Buddha is supreme. The Sangha is really supreme for me. But then, how about me? From time to time, I feel, yes, I can do. Most of the time, I feel like, oh, poor me. I hope I born, I met Lung Cha. I hope I be able to understand Dhamma when I heard Ajahn Buddha Dasa teaching. I hope I understood uh, Somdet Prayut teaching very well that when I think about myself, sometimes I feel I don't have enough punya, I don't have enough parami. But when I think another term, I have two teachers in the same monastery that not many occasions that we have like that. I feel a little bit like, yes, how about I found, I use this opportunity the best I can do. I don't know how much I can do, but the best I can do. And this is the blessing. This is what i looking for for many, many years. Sometimes people think about blessing. Sometimes we think too high. We might think, okay, not associating with the fool, associating with the white, ordering the one who worthy of honor. We have it in our monastery. These three, three of them we already have. And people might think that is very high. I remember one day I went to visit my 
my brother, my elder brother, Ajahn Yanarato, at the time, he was in the hospital. He had some kind of cancer in his body. I could not remember what is it. Pancreas. I could not remember the name, the technical name. And as a brother, and we know each other quite some time. Why I remember Ajahn Yanarato quite well? Because when I stay in Wat Pananachat, I helped Ajahn Jayasaro to act as the secretary. And most of the time, when, when the visa or passport of someone going to expire, most of the Farang, the Westerner, they will come and ask me when my, my passport is going to expire, when is my visa going to expire. None of them remember their own detail. Only Ajahn Yanarato at that time, the Japanese monk, came to me and said, my passport is going to expire on this date and this date. My uh, visa is going to expire on this date. The only one, as my secretary, that I helped Ajahn Chayasaro in Vatpananachat long, long times ago. That's the first moment I remember Ajahn Yanarato. When he got, when he got uh, his uh, cancer, we went to visit him. And I just uh, be uh, polite to ask him what I can help, what, what I can help you. And what he replied, that I remember, not exactly what he said, but the gist of it, he said, be able to sit normally is a blessing. Be able to eat, to chew, to digest, to defecate, to urinate normally is a blessing. Be able to sit normally is a blessing. How many of us think like that? Be able to urinate normally is a blessing. People might not feel it's a blessing. Or maybe when we could not find the toilet, it might be the problem. But when we be able to do it, normally we don't see it's a blessing. Be able to go to the surgery and the food is there, I would say it's a blessing. That Dhamma is not too high, isn't it? Just be able to help someone who willing to come and support our practice is a blessing. We use the, we inherit the Buddha, the Buddha heritage. The Buddha gave us the bowl. The Buddha gave us the form. The Buddha gave us the educational fund for us to practice. Most of the time, in, when I think like this, my hair will stand like, I don't know how to explain. I'm quite pleased with it. I am very happy to be able to have this opportunity for the lay supporter who come and support us. Don't think that, oh, the monk, when he walk past me, he not even look at me. He just, he not even smile. Don't think that we're not friendly to you. For me, maybe many of us 
when we see you to come and support us. It's a blessing. How many places that in the world that we can do like this? To listen to the Ajahn talk. He might talk repeatedly. Many, many a quote, many sutra that he quote. It might be repetitive if you're listening to his talk many, many times. But still fresh. When I listen to his talk, I usually I go back and I go online and listening again. And sometimes I transcribe it and see, wow, that's amazing. But he said the same word. Many, 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 many of them did the same one. But still quite amazing to have that. Why it's so fresh? Because I can see that I understood in my head, but many of them are not in my heart. I can see that really clearly. I know that what I should do, but the truth and what I could is quite different. I should wake up early and wake up and meditate before anyone else. And when, when my alarm clock rang, cring, cring, I just touched without noticing it. And I could not complain the alarm clock. And meditate for a while after. And then the voice, the voice of the deva come, Good morning, Ajahn. Breakfast is here. It's a blessing, isn't it? I love it, but sometimes breakfast is not that good. It's not up to my expectation, but it's still a blessing. I would like to give this reflection to all of us, thinking in terms of try to complain, not, not, that one is not good, this person is not my wife. He come here, he don't even help to support the environment, why he come here anyway, in terms of, instead of thinking like that, looking at the another aspect, at least we have the sense that we still be able to function so well. We still be able to see, we still able to hear, we still able to cognize think, we still able to understand when we listening to a Dhammadesana or listening to friend speech. And when we stay together, try to use, as the Ajahn explained, try to use a dialogue, not monologue. Listening to friend and observe what he said, what she said, and respond accordingly. Don't wait for the gap that when he stopped to speak and we use our, we apply our, what we want to say to him, that is monologue. When we be able to do like this and practicing, use our own time the best we can do and the blessing will be with us. No need to use too high dhamma, just dhamma ban ban, simple dhamma. Uh, be able to do it or not is another matter. If we can do like that, simple like that, the simplicity make our life easy. The simplicity make our life blissful.
I would like to leave this Dhamma reflection for everyone here. Thank you.